0: Hey, Misty. Hey, Amaryllis. How's it going? Pretty good. Listen, have you ever had a rodent problem? Not once. What? Are you serious? <laughs> You're
1: lying. Never once I've
0: had a rodent Never problem. Never a tiny, I think cute mouse with, with a little piece of Swiss cheese running around? Nothing? I mean, just my children. No. No.
1: Let me ask you a question. Okay. Have you ever had a rodent problem? Oh, Yes. <laughs> I suspect you were baiting me. We
0: actually had one this weekend. and um, But, you know, I'm married to a man of many talents. Indeed. So many. Yeah. And so it was no problem at all when we screamed at the top of our lungs that there's a, the daughter said, a rat. Which to, <laughs> to, I said, no, it is a cute mouse. Don't you dare tell anybody we've ever had a rat. Um, And so he, like the man he is, said, I will take care of this. And so he proceeded to drag all of our cats in there
1: with him. (laughs) Tell the people how many cats you got.
0: We got three cats. Okay. Um, The oldest one is 14, and she's got no claws in her paws. We didn't know, okay, for the people that are going to get on to me about declawing this cat, we didn't know they took them off the knuckles, okay? Um, But now she has these cute little, little cotton candy paws, and she just... So she went in there after it, but she could only grab it so much because she liked to play with it, and she kind of, you know, put it around. Well, then the new cat, she's useless. She walked in there. She was scared to death of it. She just ran out of the room. And then the other one's got some PTSD issues, so she was not feeling it either. But um, So we tried to get the little rascal, but my husband has a small <laughs> rodent phobia, so, you know, it was, it was tough on him. But we didn't catch it that night. But the following night, that little rascal gave us another opportunity. And so we sent Philip back into the room, locked him up, because we were not gonna get near it. And um, dead silence, I couldn't hear anything. And I was like, well, either he's killed the mouse or the mouse has killed him. Um, But a few minutes later, he came up with sweet victory written all (laughs) over his face, and he said, well, I've done it. And I said, what did you do? And he said, it's, it's been taken care of.
1: The deed is the done. The deed is
0: done. And I said, well, what happened? And he said, well, Shelby, our cat, threw it up on the couch. And he tried to find it and couldn't find it. Well, he saw a little morsel of rat poop <laughs> on, on a pillow. And he said, well, there it is.
1: That's the technical term, and a morsel. And he grabbed the
0: pillow back. And the little mouse was frozen in fear. So like a, a strong man does, he grabbed a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> dropped it on the mouse (laughs) every mouse's greatest fear (laughs) every this mouse of maybe two and a half inches (laughs) he used a 15 pound bowling ball but I guess the cushion didn't really kill it but startled it or stunned it for sure or maybe did some brain damage and so then it tumbled off into the floor and once again bowling ball and he finished
1: and this time there was no cushion
0: he finished it off blood was shed and he um he finished her off
1: I would like to ask our very huge audience to <laughs> not send us any emails, do not call any authorities. That's right. It's all under control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're talking to you. All right. Well, that's a fun story. Let's get started <laughs> talking about speed cubers. <laughs> Hang on. Hey, everybody. This is Amaryllis. And Misty. And today we're going to be talking about Speed Cubers. Yes. I'm so excited. You know what? I say that every single time we talk about a yes. documentary. I'm so excited.
0: And I was so excited too until I got about mm, three and a half minutes in and lost. <laughs> <Rosed. laughs> It was the best three (laughs) and a (laughs) half minutes. I was just going to cry like a baby the whole time.
1: Well, it's such a touching. There's so much packed into this. My gosh. Okay. It's a. It's short, too. Yes. It's a Netflix documentary, brand new. It's 40 minutes long. Mm -hmm. So, you could totally watch, get to carpool early next week. Yeah. With your kids back in school. sure.
0: It's going to take them an hour and a half that first day. Yes.
1: Sit there for a few minutes before everything starts. It. Mm -hmm. You can watch this by the end of carpool. It okay. really is that simple.
0: Now you're gonna look like somebody has beaten you up. And yeah,
1: you know all... what? I didn't think about that. We you're... don't want the... we don't want mom to be crying you're... when kids you're go to carpool. Like
0: something bad has happened. <laughs> I but... was I was going to I just missed you so much while <laughs> oh, you were in school. I've only been with you for six months. <laughs> I couldn't bear this three all hours. All right, we take
1: you. back the advice of watching right. it. Yeah. Definitely don't do that. Watch it late at night with a bag of Oreos. In a
0: dark room. Yeah. (laughs) After you've removed dry makeup or you're going to look straight Tammy Faye. That's true. Yeah.
1: That's true. Okay. uh, There is a 90-minute cut that I read about. I haven't seen it. Really? But the Netflix, the one we have access to, is uh, 40 minutes.
0: I think it's perfect the way it is.
1: Well, Felix, Felix, whatever his name is, and now Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Zemdeg. Felix, Felix Zemdeg. He said there's a 90-minute cut, but that he prefers the 40-minute version. Okay. So that was enough for me. And there's so much emotion and mm. stuff jam-packed into these 40 minutes yeah. that I don't know that I could have taken – my heart could not have taken another hour of it. Yeah. I mean, that's just – that's a lot.
0: Can I please tell you that I did have a Rubik's Cube as a child and for three and a half years never solved it? Oh, I
1: totally did. You solved it? Mm-hmm. I took it apart and put it back together. Oh. <laughs>
0: Those stickers just off. when I would
1: get tired of not being able to solve it like I could solve
0: you'd be like get me a sharpie
1: <laughs> no I would t- completely take it apart uh-huh and the core is in the middle okay. and you would just have to put everything back and then it would be like having a brand new one wow um I would did that pretty regularly but I could solve like two or three sides oh no no no, no never I never could get beyond that I can't that, do
0: though. those I can't do those slide puzzles I can't no yeah
1: they're maddening Mm-mm. they're maddening
0: no and those things at Cracker Barrel, oh, I hate them. Oh,
1: when you always end up being an ignoramus. Yeah, like yeah. you're so
0: dumb. Yes, that's Shut me. Up. I always am. bring me am. my hash brown casserole
1: can't yeah. be <laughs> dealing with this.
0: Like, why are you going to try to make somebody feel dumb while they're sitting there waiting on food? You know,
1: that is the truth. Now, that is the one good thing to come out of COVID-19. I know, that's right. No more puzzles. Ain't nobody
0: touching them pegs. Nobody touching again. those puzzles. Yep.
1: Um, okay, so were you just... Uh, I was mesmerized by these people.
0: I will tell you the truth. When you first mentioned Speed cubers, I thought, wah, wah, yeah, I don't want to watch this. I knew you did. But yeah. I waited until today. <laughs> 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 and I said, well, let me buckle up for this. And so I turned it on and literally within the first Minute, I was, like, locked in. Yeah. I was so mesmerized by yeah. the skill level of these kids and, like, the dexterity. The and dexterity. Just, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, they said the A word. Yeah. And I was fully hooked. in. Yeah. I was hooked. These kids
1: are solving these Rubik's Cubes.
0: Different ones. I didn't even know they made them with seven thousand pieces.
1: Three-sided, four-sided, five-sided, six-sided, seven-sided. Okay, they also do them in triangles.
0: One of them had at least 20 blocks on each side. Oh yes at least
1: yes there it's it's um
0: I can't even do the four ones
1: the three ones yeah I mean they uh-uh. have those three by three that I can't do it. they were solving in f- five seconds five seconds five seconds and and they would do them in seven or eight seconds one-handed mm-hmm. And in equal amount of time with their
0: feet. I can't even carry a bowl of cereal to the recliner without spilling at least seven cocoa puffs. At least. I don't know how in the world they did
1: I, I was mesmerized. To me, I mean, gosh, even if I hadn't seen this story, I mean, I could watch these kids. Because it's so fast that you, you they take the cube in their hands and it's completely random colors and within seconds it's a uniform side you know yeah. every cube every size like look
0: at it for maybe 10 seconds and it's done and then they go. Brrr, it's and amazing. It's, done. it's amazing. It's crazy.
1: Okay, so the story is about uh, a relationship between two young men. Yes. And one of them is who I just mentioned. His name was Felix, Is his name is Felix Zemdeg, and he's from Australia. And he just was kind of a wonderkind when he was, by the time he was uh, 10 years old, he could, I'm sorry, 13 years old, he could solve a Rubik's Cube in under 10 seconds. Right. He just, got really good at it he's one of these kids that said you know I have a gift for this I'm just going to kind of keep going it." and so then he start he becomes a local celebrity and then he starts breaking tons of world records right and uh then there's this video that went viral where he solved a four by four cube in whatever how many 40 oh, se- like seconds or whatever, whatever it is yeah um and then along comes in 2016 By by this time Felix in 2016, he's already a a young man, a grown man, Mm -hmm. Um, a young adult, I should say.
0: Can I say this? Like, one of the most interesting things that while they were talking about this was actually how they learned to solve these Rubik's Cubes, because in my mind, which is obviously not great with Rubik's Cubes, um, you know, I'm thinking, oh, well, you just, there has to be some sort of this color goes this way and this way. Some kind of mechanics, but there's—it's actually an algorithm they mm-hmm. were talking about, and there are hundreds and hundreds of algorithms. And however you see these patterns, mm-hmm. in the beginning, you start with that algorithm. And I was just right. like, "How in the world do they you memorize that?"
1: And there's endless combinations oh, yeah. that they've memorized.
0: Yeah, they've just and and s- it's
1: muscle memory too. So they've memorized right. it to the point where their fingers right. do whatever, it, and then the second they see it. Mm-hmm. It's mess. There's not really any other word. It's just, it's no. hypnotic. It's no. hypnotic. It really, yeah. So then along comes uh, Max Park. Yes. And he is, uh, he's suddenly beating these records that Felix has set world records because mm-hmm. Felix started competitively. They call it cubing. Mm-hmm. There's a verb for it, cubing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and, and, Felix has set all these world records over the years.
0: And Felix got kind of irritated because he had this one YouTube video where he solves the Rubik's Cube one-handed. Yeah. And he was like, how's this kid on YouTube beating me? That's right. Like, I'm going to do this. And he said he sat there for hours and hours trying to do it, and he couldn't beat Max. And he was like, what in the world is going on?
1: So that's when we meet Max. And he's not just some random kid. Yes. He's a special kid. Yes. And uh, how old was he when we first met him? It's only—I mean, it's a new—it's—it's it's a relatively new.
0: I want to say f- seventeen, I think, sixteen. Sixteen or seventeen? Yeah.
1: When, when Max was born, he's an Asian kid, <laughs> and when Max was born. Um, his parents noticed some idiosyncrasies mm-hmm. with him, which I think—I mean, certainly you can relate to—and yeah. any parent of a child on the spectrum can relate to. Right? Um, they just see some things that are not quite like their siblings, or maybe quite like what some of their friends are, friends' kids are, and and so they took him to the doctor, and they said, "Yeah, he's on the spectrum." Yeah, and. It was really you know we talk about you and i talk about this a lot because you have lots of experience and Mm -hmm. we've seen a couple of documentaries that have to do with this but it never gets old for me to see these parents because um you know we hear for me i have a number of friends with children on the spectrum and you know i know they're all warriors and you hear that word and it kind of gets um, jaded a little bit. What's the right word? It doesn't really. It's not shiny anymore. It doesn't really have the, right. the effect yeah. that it needs to have. Um, and and you just think, oh, you know, uh, it's so sad. I don't know if I could do that. Right. And that's the truth. You know, if you don't, if you're not in that position, you don't know how you would handle it. It's mm-hmm. not your reality. Right. Now look at these parents and they're they. Um, I don't know them, and they are telling me the exact same things that all my friends have ever told me. Yeah, we grieved we were so sad for what could have been yeah. and we just let ourselves be upset mm-hmm. for a little while yeah. and then we're done mm-hmm. and then you now gotta, we got to get to work you
0: got to work that's
1: right <laughs> now we got to get to work because this kid's depending on us and it's really sucks for us mm-hmm. to have to grieve through this but that does not what did we say last time different not less that's it doesn't right. make them less so we just got to make sure that they get through this
0: the goals become different yeah yeah, yeah. and it's it's so funny because until you're in that situation, you don't think about how, you know, we perceive um, success as, you know, growing up and having a career and getting married and doing all these things. And when you have a child on the spectrum or a child that has, you know, special needs or is in different circumstances, success becomes something much more different it's a different definition us. yeah and like you said it's not less I mean it doesn't mean less it's just different it's a different it
1: standard different. Yeah. it's a different standard and
0: I think that was one of the things that his mom um really just kind of showed so beautifully that you do come to this point to where you go okay well if this is not gonna be what I dreamed about in my little pregnancy dreams and sure. you know, when you think about having children but these become our new goals and these become our new, um, you know, benchmarks. Benchmarks. And when we hit those, we celebrate those bad boys just as much as we would anything else. Yeah. And, um, I loved it when they were showing her, um, trying to get on his level and, you know, he trying to break through. Yeah. Just kind of break through the dad had said, you know, she grieved so much. And I think you know, moms and dads kind of grieve differently. Or I know Philip and I do. Um, you know, Philip grieves a lot of the the sun kind of things. Mm-hmm. You know that you would basketball things that he's mm-hmm. interested in. Um, where I grieve the emotional closeness, and I grieve the crawling up in the lap, and right. I grieve those things. And um, they show this one part where. She just kind of got to the point to where she was like, okay, he's not going to do these things that I'm trying to force on him. Mm -hmm. He's in his own world, and if I want to be part of that, I've just got to kind of sit there and be with him and wait on him. And so she did.
1: That was extraordinary. (laughs) And,
0: like, he climbed in that little tent with her and, like, kicked the dad out. And she was like, that was just the best thing that had ever happened was just him sitting in a tent with her. Yeah. And playing with her. Interacting. Interacting. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she was part of his world. Yeah. And it was just like. They were talking on the oh, phone.
1: He didn't have to talk to her. He could right. talk to her on the phone. Yeah. Which was so cool. Yes, that was a, mm-hmm. that was extraordinary because you got to see it on camera. You got to see yeah. the actual breakthrough yeah. on camera. Yeah. And um, and from that point on, That's they really. That's
0: when I went to dry haven crying. Was when I, saw <laughs> <that part. laughs> I mean, I was tearful. I was doing a little sniffle. I went to full-on ugly cry when he zipped that tin up. I was like <gasps>
1: <laughs> he's like kicked his dad out <laughs> I was like, oh. yeah, yeah, it was it was really cool to watch. and you can just see his mom, his mom's change. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, we didn't see her, obviously, when he was born. But when she's telling the story, you could still see her grief and you could
0: right. You
1: could feel it. Mm-hmm. And then when she begins to talk about those breakthroughs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, so they had a Rubik's Cube hanging around the house because he had a really terrible dexterity.
0: Right. And they showed
1: him doing some exercises. Which is
0: unbelievable when you see him now.
1: Oh, like for the love it looked
0: like he was doing that cube coming out of the wound. yes
1: yes somehow yes Yeah, <laughs> he, he so they had a rubik's cube hanging around he picked it up and he really liked it mm-hmm. so mom figured out how to solve it and showed it to him and that's all she wrote
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's all she wrote yeah so they begin to go to competitions right and um it's and what's what I love about this? It's not about the competitions. Mm-hmm. It's not. That's what I was trying to tell you when I was telling yeah. you about this movie. It's yeah. it's definitely about the relationships. Right. So the kid starts coming up. Um. He starts winning competitions. Right. Then all of a sudden, Felix starts hearing somebody's breaking my records. Yeah. And you would think this guy is going to Be the competitive team. side yeah. of this guy is going to come out and squash. This new American, uh, Felix is Australian. Mm -hmm. Here's this little American kid beating all my, no.
0: Mm
1: -mm. Um, Felix, if you're listening. (laughs) We have daughters. (laughs) We have daughters. We will have a bidding war. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Our dowries will be very different. I have
0: a lot of horses. (laughs) (laughs) i got a lot of goats. That's right. We can make this happen.
1: Please consider one of our daughters. <laughs> we just
0: we love you, Felix. Yes. Felix so Felix
1: is the most gracious young man I have mm. ever seen in my life. He's
0: so sweet.
1: He, but what was great about him is he understood Max's disability, right? And uh, he knew how to. I don't like to say the word handle. But he knew how to navigate that relationship. That relationship. Mm-hmm. He knows Max can't, can't emote the way he does. Mm-hmm. He can't express himself the way he does. Yeah. And he was so generous and kind to this young man. Like it makes me emotional thinking yeah. about it. Uh, every time Max breaks a world record, uh, first of all, by the way, Felix. Felix, I can't, sorry, I can't remember his last name ever.
0: It's hard. Zemdeg.
1: Yeah. Felix Zemdeg. Uh, Felix Zemdig is Max's idol.
0: Yeah, and he had actually taken pictures with him at like oh, a, yes. a championship some, that he had seen that's or whatever. Right. Yeah. And he was like, and then this kid that's my fan that I signed something for mm-hmm. is beating my yeah. records all of a sudden.
1: Yes, so now they're friends, and every time Max breaks or, or yeah, Max breaks a record, Felix is facetiming them.
0: And y'all like, there are there are clips in this documentary where they're at competitions together, yeah. and Max will beat him at something, and you just see Felix, and he like. Good job, yes. Yeah, like, he looks at him, and he smiles, and, like, he's so sincere. Yeah, oh, he's so happy for him. Like, he's not doing this to get applause. He's Mm -hmm. not doing this because that's the right thing to do. Mm. Like, you can see he genuinely cares about this kid, and he loves seeing him thrive. And it's like...
1: Well, the measure of that is how their mothers talk about them Mm -hmm. because it could have certainly been for the cameras, but when you talk to their mothers, they're like, no. Yeah, there's no doubt. They're friends. Mm -hmm. They're friends. And, you know, the friendship is different from Max's side than it is from Felix's side, I'm sure.
0: And it doesn't matter how many records Max beats of Felix's. Could you just see in his eyes that he still looked at him? Oh, my gosh. He was the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, gosh. Like, it didn't matter. It wasn't like... You know, I always, I look at that and I go, okay, most of your typical kids would be like, boom, roasted. Like, they would be (laughs) trash talking like crazy. But, like, he still looks at Felix like...
1: Did I do good? It makes me wonder if there's a senior circuit for Cuber, cubers that maybe we can join. <laughs> you did it. It's a great community.
0: Well, I want a cube. I'll be the <laughs> slowest time ever, but. Break a world record for. They'll be like, Misty, it's been three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we need to move on. <laughs> I'll be like, I almost got it. I've got a whole row of yellow. <laughs> I'm on my way. It was, it was, t-
1: this movie is not about the competitions, mm-hmm. although it's a great supporting character.
0: I will tell you, it is a fantastic learning tool for how to navigate a relationship with someone with on the spectrum right because I look at that and I see so many kids um you know in schools I substitute and I work in a special needs classroom and I have children with special needs and I see so many kids that want to do that Mm -hmm. like they have this desire and they have this gift in them where they want to mm-hmm. reach out to these kids but they just don't know how. Yeah. And it's hard to explain like you know. This was
1: innate in in uh, Felix.
0: Yeah like he just has something in him that could read Max so yeah. well and he knew when to encourage him. He knew when to kind of stand back. He knew when you know he was needing a pat on the back and he knew when he just kind of needed to talk him down yeah. a little bit. But what else I loved about Felix was that it didn't stifle his excitement for his own success. Sure, yeah. Nor did it stifle his excitement for p- other people's yeah, success. It was never a
1: mic drop, ever. Right.
0: And never. it was never like, oh, I can't be excited because it'll hurt Felix's feelings, mm-hmm. or Max's feelings. Right. It was, hey, I... I did a great job, and yeah. we're, I'm going to celebrate that. And this guy over here yeah. beat us both, and we're going to celebrate that, too. Right.
1: right, that last, when they were at the Worlds, mm-hmm. that last time when neither of them did very well, right. relatively speaking, they're like fifth and sixth in the world. Right. But they didn't get on for the For them, that
0: was like, oh,
1: hard. Yeah, and and they were so happy for the kids that did win. Right, and that was and, a
0: long road for Max. Though.
1: Okay, so yeah, I was just about to talk about that, because yeah. right before that happens, This is where I started ugly crying, Mm -hmm, and that is Max and Felix. They they both lose the three by three, which Mm -hmm. is like the the standard for that's like the one where the the five second Mm -hmm. world records are made on three by three. Right, and they both didn't do very well. I mean, they only they did it in seven seconds. Seven seconds! How dare you! (laughs) And um, and then the camera comes. uh, They're interviewing Felix. And Felix says, I don't know if you totally, completely just lost it, but I totally lost it. And he said, you know, I've been there before. He said, I I have lost the three by three before. And then he starts crying. crying. Oh my gosh. He starts crying. And uh, he says, So I and he's not crying for himself, no, people. For he said, so I know how Max felt. Yeah. That's when I almost wrote him a letter with a picture of my daughter. (laughs) Let's make this happen. Listen, Australian Cuban babies Mm. are very beautiful. They're beautiful
0: and (laughs) would be fantastic cubers. I mean,
1: and it's it's just a good match. So So, I completely lost it when I saw that because I realized this young man is special. Mm -hmm. He is.
0: Well, and he can relate. Felix can relate. Okay, Max has the same exact feelings that I have only I'm able to control them, and Max isn't there yet. Yes. And so that was the thing that, you know, his parents were trying to relate. Max's parents were trying to say, you know, these competitions aren't about how fast Max is. These competitions aren't about, like, beating people or proving people. This is therapy for us. This is how he's learning how to navigate through his emotions, how he's learning how to you know interact with other people how he makes friends this is everything socially to him so all social and emotional things go through this and it was just a godsend for them it's it's like I keep
1: saying it's this is not a story of cubing Mm -mm -mm. this is a story of a friendship between someone on the spectrum and a quote typical young man
0: and I think people it's a story
1: of compassion
0: yeah and I think it's I loved how they didn't try to like make max into something he wasn't mm-hmm. on there because you could look at him and see him doing all these things and think totally oh this kid doesn't struggle at all mm-hmm. but then in the next scene you see he has to have help putting his backpack on yeah yeah he has to have help remembering to close the door behind him yeah when his he gets dad the said car. he has the,
1: the the development of a, a seven, seven eight maybe nine year, seven old. Or eight year yeah. old
0: yeah and so you know even though he dominates this one world mm-hmm. He struggles to put his backpack on.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And And so, so, and that's why the big wins are huge. Hey, mom, I didn't cry today. Mm -hmm. That one made me cry too. Yeah. (laughs) Ironically.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And did you hear him when he said because Felix was at the Worlds when they both got fifth and sixth? Mm -hmm. And by the way, Max got a a 0.01 second above. Better than Felix. Um, But Felix was. Kind of, you know, encouraging him and saying, "Hey, today just wasn't our day, yeah. you know, whatever." And Max said, "Yeah, we both didn't get podiums." Yes, and so that's yeah. how he relates winning is to standing on the podium. Right. <gasps> that's the other oh, thing. <laughs> that is what I lost, Amorales. That is oh, what I lost. it. Oh my, my gosh.
1: gosh, that podium! You know what? You tell it because I think, or you want me to tell it? going will cry. I'll tell it. Okay, and then I want you to kind of, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Sort of relate it to your experience with your kids. I mean, is that something that you struggle with for them to? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, go. Mm -hmm, Yeah, go.
0: Okay, so when Max wins this competition, one of of the million competitions he won, Um, he's on the top podium, and then you have second and you have third over there. And so, you know, his mom's filming him, and he's holding up his awards, and he's holding up the other stuff, and they're taking pictures. Well, all of a sudden she looks, and Max says, look to his left and look to his right, and then he puts down his trophy, and he puts down his papers and everything, and then he starts to pick them up and hold them the same way that other guys are holding them. And, y'all, that... Why is that an accomplishment? It's such a huge accomplishment because, first off, um, he's relating himself to other people, which is something that is such a difficult goal for people on the spectrum.
1: So he has learned this skill as a result of these competitions. Right.
0: He's learned, okay, well, there's a a proper way to do this. And all I have to do is look over and I can do that too. And he wanted to be part of a group. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just about Max. Then it was about being part of something. And that's so social. And, you know, everything you need to have a friendship, to have Mm -hmm. a relationship is to be able to relate to other people. And this was the first time they had ever seen him do that. And yeah. so that was so huge. That was the
1: win. That was the win. The trophy that day. wasn't the win. I mean, he
0: won the worlds, but he, he rearranged the way he was holding his paper. Yeah. And that was. Oh, my word. Everything, you know. Oh, <laughs> that win. Yeah. I mean,. laid me. Like, that's everything. And, you know, like for me, I see Eli do small things. Yeah. Um,. Like this past Thanksgiving, I always go to Thanksgiving lunch, and every year, you know, his aide will kind of give me the reins, and I go through the lunch line with him and everything like that, and it was such a cool year because every year that I go through, I get his tray, and then I go sit him down, and then I go back and I get my tray. And so this year, I was walking through, and his aide said, we have a surprise, (laughs) and I was like, okay, and she said, Eli, go get your tray. And he got his tray and he got his lunch and he went and he took it and we sat down and like to anybody else, that's nothing. But for us, that was so huge. A huge win. That was such an independent thing. And then afterwards, like automatically, here I go. I'm just going to get this. And she was like, no, don't touch it. Like he can do it. And, And I watched him and we didn't walk with him. We sat at the table and he stood in line and he waited his turn he went and dumped his trash out, and he came back, and it was like he didn't get upset because he had to wait. Yeah, And that was another thing they were talking about. They were saying, like, he's learning things like sitting in a chair. He's learning yeah. things like waiting in line. He's learning these things yeah. that he needs. But in this environment, he's able to navigate that because he's excited about the cube. Right. And so he'll do anything for the cube. And, yeah. you know, you find that one thing that motivates them, and it just unlocks such a huge portion of their world and it, it becomes everything yeah. you know you you just have to find that thing that they desire because you know praise from their parents they just don't
1: care it doesn't work it doesn't Listen. work it's yeah. not
0: it's not in them they don't have that same thing within us that not motiva- yeah. that's not what they're motivated that's not what
1: they're motivated by. they're
0: not motivated by praise they're not motivated by you being happy they're not motivated <laughs> by making friends not, yeah. those things don't matter but when you find that thing it unlocks, yeah, so much potential.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, like I said, it's not about cubing; <laughs> it's about the result
0: of this cubing. And can I please tell you my favorite part? <laughs> so, Max and Felix are doing this commercial, and so they've obviously got like some endorsement uh, deals. And yes, it's kind of it's well, a big re- yeah. I never knew cubing was such a I had no idea deal. But anyway, so obviously there are brands and things mm-hmm. that endorse them, and so they're doing this like promotional video or whatever. And he goes, "Um, right, Max? And Max is supposed to go, right, Felix? And so he goes, right, Max? And Max goes, right, Felix? (laughs) No, he says, right, Max? (laughs) Yeah, right, Max? And he just, like, mimicked him the same way with the same question inflection. Like, you can say, right, Max, as a question and as a response to an answer. And, like, you and I would know that automatically. I'd be like, right, Yeah. And you'd be like, right, Misty? Yeah. Where I, you wouldn't be like, right, emeralds, Right, <laughs> Misty, so, Right. <laughs> but it was so funny because that's so my kid. Like, yeah. he can do it, but he's going to do it just like you did it yeah. Because that's just not natural doesn't. They, they don't get it. The inflection, it. the whole, like, yeah. how you can make one sentence mean two different things yeah. aren't things that we think about because that yeah. just comes naturally. And for them, it's learned. Yeah. And so... That's something he hadn't learned yet. And yeah. so it was just so funny. And, like, Felix was so cute about it. And he was like, okay, take two <laughs> like, Yes, Yeah, he was perfect. He said, said it beautifully. And then he said, next time, just say right. Yes. And he said, right. And it was fine, you know.
1: Felix was, he handled it perfectly. Yes. He just treated him like any other person and giggled at the situation. And they handled it. Yeah. They didn't ignore. They didn't ignore that he was. You know it wasn't a situation where you know everybody understood it was like a an understanding mm-hmm. you know Max needs a little more patience than everybody else, so right. let's do this a couple more times yeah. to get it right and they giggled and they moved on. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I, loved I it love this movie, and when I leave here today, I'm going to go purchase a Rubik's Cube.
0: Well, I think I'm going to purchase one too. I told Philip I was like, how funny would it be if we went and got a Rubik's cube and gave it to Eli and he was just like Brrr, and there you go. Done. That was his thing. And you become
1: a local celebrity just like Felix. I
0: mean, I already am Amarillo. A little that's, bit. A little bit. A little bit. But, um,
1: yeah. I but, mean, with all our tens and tens of fans. That's
0: right. That's right. I mean, but I love that they found his thing, though. You know, that's something with Eli. He loves music. And, of course, he gets that from me. But, you know, we don't really know what he's going to do with that yet. But yeah. I feel really strongly that one day that will play into his story. What if he
1: becomes like the next Lin-Manuel Miranda.
0: Well, you know, Phil or. thinks that he's going to make, like, movie soundtracks. Scores. Like, scores. Yeah, because... He doesn't really care about the words so much. He likes to hear the intro, and he oh. likes to hear the exit. So he will he listen loves to the, the orchestration, and the... he'll fast-forward through the words, and he'll listen to the end. How
1: yeah. interesting. So he yeah.
0: loves that, and he likes like playing things backwards and forwards, and yeah.
1: Oh, back-masking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was funny because in the documentary, they do like a karaoke night, and they're like, What do you want to do, Max? And they were like he was like, Bohemian Rhapsody. And he was like, Of course you'd pick the hardest one. <laughs> do you know that Bohemian Rhapsody is one of Eli's favorite songs?
1: That's hilarious. He walks
0: around, he goes, mama mia,
1: mama Mia.
0: Have you ever heard of the chord
1: structure oh, and the progressions in he that, loves song? that song? They're so amazing. Yeah. So okay. who
0: knows? Maybe one day you'll be next, walking
1: the red carpet with the with carpet. the composer of the there next huge Marvel movie or something. You never know. Misty, that's exciting, kind yeah. of, yeah. yeah. All right, well, folks, this is the end of our first season.
0: Are you sad?
1: No, but I'm either. just, like, proud of us. Me too. I think we had so much fun, and I we hope did. that people really
0: enjoyed it. Yeah. And, and give us your feedback. like. Please tell please. us. Please. And go ahead and for next season, so you'll be ready, so you'll know as soon as it comes out, go ahead and Subscribe. subscribe. And leave a comment, yeah. a review, yes. And I mean, five stars or more is great. Yes, if that's what you like to do. But
1: we're not l- accepting
0: five stars not, or less. No, we're not, yeah. we're not accepting that. Um, if you have any negative feedback, go ahead and save that for yourself. And then just send us all the positive things.
1: That's right. That's right. Go to Instagram at On the Doc Podcast mm-hmm. or on Thanks. Twitter at On the Doc Podcast. It may just be On the Doc. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, and follow us. On Facebook. Um, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Yes.
0: And tell all your friends yes. who are like, what podcast should I listen to next? Totally. They've got a whole season. They can listen to us back to back. 10 or 11 episodes. Can you imagine? Misty, that's like 12 or 13 hours of us. Uh, can you imagine? Why wouldn't they? I mean, I might do it myself. I. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna spend the whole day it's when your kids th- go back to school. You're gonna spend the whole day listening to yourself. It's my, it's my favorite bath time activity. <laughs> I love to listen to myself while I'm in the bath.
1: Well, next season we're gonna take we're gonna take a two or three weeks off. We'll be back mm-hmm. um, Labor Day week. Yeah. So whatever that Wednesday is. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure what we have on deck or on the dock. Send your
0: recommendations. Send your
1: recommendations. We love true crime. Mm. We love feel-good stuff. What We are not accepting are recommendations for uh, sports documentaries because Misty doesn't do those. Although Amaryllis really likes them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll sit there.
1: You really don't like them at all? like. I mean
0: I mean if there's some mental illness in their family, if someone got murdered. Okay. If there's a mysterious death. Yes. I can do that. Okay. I can All do right, that. Fair I enough. like the backstories. Alright. It can't be just about the sports. Okay, I get that. Alright, Amarellas. It's been fun.